Welcome to Teen Whiskey, I'm Bo. I'm Ethan. And this is our first, what would you call this? Telecommunicated podcast. Wow, look at that, we're not in the same spot. It's almost like we live in the 21st century. And we live about 140 miles away from each other. You live 100 miles from me? Bo, I have to drive like two and a half hours to get to your house. It's That's a while away. That's too long, Ethan. That's too long. Do it for you? I didn't realize it was that long. When you come up, we should, like, go... We should make a day of it, not just you come in and then you leave. (laughs) That's why I always try to, like, lounge around, like, ease into starting the podcast. That's why we started taking the breaks. Oh, you should have said something. You can't be be not overt with me, Ethan. You gotta be like, let's make a day of this. Okay. Yeah. Go get you something to eat on your frail frame. (laughs) Um, also, since we're doing this, that means Bo has to edit the podcast, actually. I, st- I do edit the podcast, actually, but yes. But, like, edit, edit, as in sit down and go, okay, we have to line things up. That's because not I'm recording hard. on my po- on my computer, he's recording on his, so I'm going to try and talk over you a little bit less to make your job slightly easier. So I don't just blow out my brains. <laughs> because nice. otherwise... Otherwise, you would look, listen to it, and you're like, oh, well, of course this isn't lined up. We're talking over each other. Oh, wait, we exclusively talk over each other. How the hell am I going to know? Well, it won't be that bad, because all I have to do is sync it up in the beginning. That's not, they don't care. They don't care what I have to do to edit. <laughs> Rose and Michelle don't care. Rose hasn't even listened in, like, the past two months, because she doesn't like, she listens to them in sequential order. She refuses to skip. Uh, so who knows when she'll listen to this? And it, uh, she's hauled up on, like, episode 40 right now. Wow. Yeah, because she uh, was never able to get it to play. It just kept saying, this podcast is not available. The thing that the iTunes app does sometimes because uh, it's iTunes. Yes. We need to um, work on getting on to Spotify on Spoofy. To do that. Fun little fact. We're gonna have to hey, go on audience. To a... We're going to um, tell you the business side of Teen Whiskey. Have you ever wondered about how to get on Spotify as a podcast? Well, well let's find out. Well, what you have to do is you. What we're gonna have to do is we then have to take all of our old back files, which I don't know where they are. Well, no, they're all uploaded. they're all on your computer too. <laughs> they're somewhere. I don't know. Also, yeah, um, but all, they're all stored they're also on, uh, all on the our square space. We'd have to go by a third-party supplier of an RSS feed. That would be like Stitcher or Podgo or whatever. I think Podgo still still works. But then you have to use... Then you have to file a report from them to submit it to Spotify. Because Spotify doesn't it only talks you know, through the... You know what I'm feeling, Bo? Um, is that your hand? Are you rubbing your fingers together in your I'm hand? I'm feeling all of that minutia. Oh, oh yeah. It's just so so filmy and gross. Mm, yeah. So, Bo and I have not seen each other in three weeks. We have uh, not. No, it's The been last a... recorded podcast was done the day after Christmas. Happy Boxing Day. Happy Boxing uh, Day. And it was supposed to be released New Year's Day... But uh, naturally, we were busy. Yeah. No, it was supposed to be released New Year's Eve. But nonetheless, uh, so we were a was week it late. New Year's Eve? We should have known that wasn't going to happen. Yeah. 
But so uh, we were pu- pushed that release back a week, mm. and here we are. The podcast needs to go up today. Oh so. God! Oh shoot! <laughs> wow, it is a fresh one, audience. Yeah. So uh, Bo and I, this is going to be a catching up podcast. Mm. Uh, that is this week's theme. We'll probably use that topic for both halves mm. of of the podcast. Catching so. Up. What have you been up to? Uh, same thing I have for the past couple weeks. Setting up the studio. Probably can get done maybe like Wednesday, Friday. So that's yeah. nice. Yeah, hopefully. That's good. What, what has that process been like? Uh, it's not that bad. I built my own... Se- Where'd you go? Oh, Where did you go? A file. Oh, I downloaded the file while we were talking, and it opened, and it scared me. It scared me. I was like, no, we don't want technical difficulties. Then we would be vamping on either side until we could get a connection. (laughs) Um, But, uh, yeah, I built the soundboards, bought some uh, acoustic foam, and now I'm just hanging those, and then I'm going to work on figuring out how to properly edit voiceovers and getting a sound... Not sound system, uh, a sound editing software that's reliable, mm-hmm. and then doing those, Ooh. getting the grind. S- speaking of grinding, Rose started putting together a reel for herself. Oh, how's that yeah. going? Uh, she it, she doesn't have like a ton of material to work with. Mm-hmm. Obviously, she's only she's only a junior, so she has a couple of the student films. Uh-huh. Um, but I mean, it's it's good for like the material that she has oh, um, nice. because it's one is super dialogue heavy, so that's great. It's and it's the focus in that scene is mostly what her character has to say, which is always good for a re- a film reel. Mm. Um, and it's cool because she actually has a music video in it too, so that's cool. Oh, that is cool. Yeah. So because I know that some people have like the um, underscoring throughout their whole reel, mm. and then they just dim it down a bit during the dialogue. the dialogue heavy. Yeah, but I think I I like her reel in that. There's no music for this dialogue thing, and then it's all music for this music video bit. Mm, I think mm. that that just varies the mood and keeps it fun. I dig yeah. it. I scan. Mm. Yeah, I need to have someone make a reel for me. I guess I have to do that eventually. You still you you have a reel, but I mean it's all terrible, terrible footage. Reel. It's not. I don't. Well, I don't have any other footage. That's the thing. Yeah. So. Well, what about that? Um bipolar schizophrenic uh film thing you did never got made oh i see or at least never got finished so yeah. they went through like they they tried to get so many people for that lead actor part no one told me no one told me i i was so the thing is i was offered i believe i was the first offer and then nate was i think the second or third or vice versa i don't remember i was somewhere then, in the pile and then yeah, you were like, like five oh, or okay. six, I think. Why not? But it's because people in the film department that see the shows, they're like, oh yeah, Bo's a, Bo's a good actor, he's great, but he's always in the shows, so he's never available for filming. Uh-huh. And he always does JDAs. Whereas I uh, didn't do just enough shows, so people are like, maybe Ethan's available for right now. Little did they know, he was already doing 50 JDAs at the same time. Sorry, everyone, I'm an asshole. Uh, but... What were we talking about? Uh, what 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 we've been up to? Um, oh, right, right. I was I was in North Carolina for a week. Right. How was North Carolina? It was so relaxing. We really didn't do anything, which is exactly what I wanted to do. Mm, mm, um, it good. was a nice beach house that had a hot tub on the deck. Nice. 
Yeah, uh, we went kayaking out on the sound a little bit. Ooh, yeah. saucy. Um, I yelled at Rose a lot to stop paddling because she wasn't doing it well, so I would do it all. Oh, Rose get well, Rose went with you. Yes, Rose was with me and the fam bam, yeah. Oh, that's nice. Okay. I thought yeah, it was, it was just her first, the fam. No, it was her first time meeting my brother, his wife, and little Babu, oh, Evelyn. how'd that go? Did uh, Evelyn good. take to her? Evelyn did. She was giving her hugs and kisses by the time we left, oh, which good. is wonderful. It's a good sign. Um, Rose and I got to practice m- m- being all mater- paternal w- with chasing Evelyn around the house, and I would throw her on a bed. Mm, mm. The baby, not Rose. Oh, okay. I thought you. Meant I was Rose. not choke slamming Rose onto a bed. I thought you and Evelyn were beating up Rose. Yeah, I dropped her the people's elbow. <laughs> uh, but I, you know how tourist towns are a little depressing sometimes. Like if you look too closely. Yes. Beach towns are like that. So much so in December and January. Uh, see, I love town. I love beach towns when it's like they're off, off season. season. It's my it's, favorite time to go. It's so like sad because no one's renting the beach houses. Mm. And that's mostly what's around. Like you don't realize that everyone there is renting for the season. Because you drive around, you're like, wow, these houses are beautiful, but no one's here. And then you look and you see, like, the smaller, sadder houses, and that's where people live. And you're like, oh, uh, all right, well. Mm-hmm. And not, and since we went, you know, we were there from the 27th of December, or the 29th, I think. The 29th to January 5th, so we were there for over New Year's. Oh, man. So, so a lot of stuff was closed because New Year's. So oh, we, so uh, really nothing was happening. Yeah, so we, like, lived off of just going to Giant every day for to, like, get our meals for that day. Mm. We had pizza on the last night. Rose and I went to a place called the Pangea Tavern. Oh. Yeah. Pangea. Like the yeah. supercontinent? Like the supercontinent. Where for? Uh, I don't know. Perhaps this exact latitude and longitude was the exact middle point of Pangea. I have doubts. I have <laughs> doubts about that. What that it was that the the epicenter of Pangea was Cape Hatteras, North Carolina. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I feel it's probably somewhere in the Pacific Ocean. You know. Nah. Ooh, that was a weird noise. Mm, he's dying. It is death. Mm. It's come. Um. So yeah, I and I've been doing my my working thing. Oh yeah, how's that yeah. going? Uh, boy, do I get to watch a lot of YouTube. Oh, hey, that's good. Yeah, only because I worked, like, I worked yesterday. I worked Sunday from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Mm-hmm. And the facility is closed on Sundays. So it's not like I have to go and, like, watch employees. I just kind of, every couple of hours, I get up from the the monitors, and I walk around, and I, like, uh, we have scan points that we use the company phone, and, like, we scan it to, like, prove that we, like, walked around the facility and did the tour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so I see deer sometimes. Oh. Sometimes I see a cat. Do you have to scare off the deer? You gotta howl yeah. and hoot at them? No, I take Snapchat videos of me yelling at them usually. Oh, good. Yeah. I take a lot of funny videos while I'm at work. Oh, good. Like, uh, the, uh, one of my jobs, depending on where my I'm posted for that day, is watching a gate. Just one gate? Yes, I'm parked in a truck in a parking lot and I watch a gate. And so I took a Snapchat video of like just my face and i was like wait what the hold on what the fuck holy shit holy shit and then i like double tap reverse it to see the gate and i go oh wait no okay gate's still there 
and, and other such funny things. Oh boy, man, <laughs> Bored, what boredom will do to you? Yeah, um, but uh, it's, we had a big snow. I don't know if you guys got any snow. Uh, we got eight inch. Uh, we got probably four inches, maybe five overall. Oh, um, yeah, it was it was decent enough, and it happened Saturday night into Sunday. So I drove through the probably the worst of it. And so I got to work around six and the maintenance people were already like going through with the plows and doing some salting stuff. So I'm guessing they got there around five thirty or five forty five. In the morning. In the morning. Uh. They did not leave until like two PM. Uh. We have a it's a hundred acre facility, Bo. Uh. I walked nineteen thousand steps yesterday. Uh. Why? Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, technically I didn't have to because when the weather's bad, we're allowed to use the truck to, like, drive through facility and just do, like, indoor but stuff. But you did it anyways. Yeah. Because you wanted like... those steps. Yes. I wanted I wanted to feel like I was doing something. Mm-hmm. Uh... Um, yeah. And I just had an audition this morning. All right. How did that go? It was good. It was what for was it Totem for? Totem Pole Playhouse, their season. Don't know where that is. Apparently, there's an equity theater in Pennsylvania 40 minutes from my house. Wow. Never knew that. I didn't yeah. either. It's closer than any of the uh, equity uh, houses in Baltimore, so huh. it's like the best theater for me to audition for. Boom, boom. There you go. So I they asked for initially asked for two monologues, and this was about a month ago when I first set up an appointment. Mm. And they were like, yeah, we just need two one-minute monologues. I was like, cool. So I learned one of those yesterday, like you do, yeah. but uh, on... Friday, I got an email from the coordinator, and he was like, hey, could you also sing and play your guitar? And you know me when it comes to music. So I said, yes, of course, and I immediately went to the bathroom to poop. Yes, yes. Due to, due to anxiety. I know it well. And then I was like, what style would you want? Because obviously there's, I don't know what musicals they're doing because I didn't see any listed on their backstage posting. So I was like, oh, what, what would you like to hear? And they, he said, country or gospel? Ooh. So I pulled out uh, Jolly Robin, the entract from PSF's Twelfth Night this past summer. <laughs> it's country. I, it is a country song. I guess it is. There you go. In the, sh- in the sheet music that uh, the music director gave, it says country western style. So, and I did that, and they really enjoyed it. Hmm. Uh, and well, it's pretty I've, cool. Yeah, and how it many seems... people know? Hey, a Shakespeare tune to the thing of a country western song. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But what I gathered is I am now being considered mostly for two musicals. Mm. Which, given knowing anything about me, is like, really? Okay. I like it. Okay. So right now, my biggest fear, which is a stupid fear, is that they will cast me without a callback and I'll show up the first day and I'll sing, and they'll go, oh, what? It was, so can you just do that one song? Is that, oh, that's why he sang it. <laughs> and, I, and in my head, literally he said, so we're doing Smoke on the Mountain and Best Little Tour Whorehouse in Texas, oh. uh, both of which like is a lot of country western. So we, we would be thinking of you for those. And in my head, the first thing I thought was, Wait, could I get fired if they if they cast me and I'm not good enough? I don't. I guess so. I, I guess I don't know though. 
I don't know if, because it's not like I'm being a, a difficult to work with. I'm earnestly trying my best and just not doing well. And I'm not union, so I w- they wouldn't I wouldn't have like a union to back me oh, up. Oh well, if you're non-union, you got you got no protection. They can fire you whenever. If you're yeah. union, though, I don't know if they can do that. <laughs> and then the union goes, "Well, why'd you hire him? Clearly, he doesn't do musicals." <laughs> and I go, "But I sure like to." And then they go, "Shut up, you EMC <laughs> sludge." <laughs> oh, um, in case you weren't aware, Equity is on a strike. Oh, really? Why? For, for for developmental labs. What does that mean? Um, so shows do its uh, labs where the show has not been formally produced yet. It's still being written, and they go ahead and bring in actors who they do like read-throughs and like work things, and then the writers, like both musically and uh, book-wise, mm-hmm. are watching and they're making adjustments and changing things and it leads up to a performance at the end. So now actors have to be equity in their things? No, they already had like equity contracts through it where they had, and it was like a thousand bucks a week or something, which is good pay. Yeah, no, solid pay. <laughs> for for performing for like a crowd of 25, 30 people at the end? Yeah, that's I'd fine. I'd take it, heck yeah. But, mm. so now now... They're saying that the actors are instrumental enough to the writing process that they should get royalties. It would only be 1% for all the actors. Like, not 1% for you, 1% for you. It's 1% to be shared amongst the actors after it recoups its initial investment. That seems like an awful lot. Hey, it's our union, and now apparently they... Ask EMC participants to also not participate in, to to participate in the strike, so they wouldn't do developmental labs either. Well, if I get asked to do a de- de- <laughs> developmental lab, I'll be like, oh, "Sorry, guys, looks like the uh, I'm union strong. The union looks to be striking, so uh, sorry, mm. guys, you should have asked." No, just I'm no scared. I ain't no rat. And the thing is, I, 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 I appreciate that. They're they're trying to get actors a little bit more. And it's true. Like, they would not be able to have made that show without those actors contributing what they did. I guess so. Yeah. Especially when you think about how a lot of times, if a star is on board, the part is written for that star. Like, they're like, oh, you don't like this key? We'll do it whatever key you want, Miss Peters. Mm. <laughs> yeah, see, there you go. Don't okay. you want burning up Peters? She to needs get like twenty percent royalties. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Um, oh, so I have another audition coming up next week. Right? How is it? It is for um, American Players Theater in Wisconsin for Ooh. their apprenticeship. Whoa. They only accept, I believe, four people, wow. judging by their apprenticeship like cast photo on their website. Okay. I sent in a video like a week ago, and I got an email that they want to see me next Tuesday. Nice. Guess where it is, Bo? Where is it? It is in Chicago. Oh. I was reading the email. I was like, first of all, I was like, <gasps> because I just don't, ex- I send it and I forget it. Right. I, I, pretend, I try my best to think that I've never applied for anything, and that's why I don't get anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but then I saw that and I was like, oh my God, I got one. And then I was reading and it was like, this audition will take place at blah, 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 blah in Chicago. And I went, hold on, what? <laughs> Because so often in-person auditions for most things will be in New York. Right. Just because that is where theater goes to uh, prostitute itself. I guess Wisconsin is 
closer to Chicago. Yeah, they they just go to the nearest hub city, mm-hmm. as I say. Yeah, Miami. So, so I get to. <laughs> we just wanted the the casting people to have a chance to get out there. We wanted to go see some gators. <laughs> And some um, actors too, I guess. But more importantly, the Gators. I, lo- I loved, I loved that Mark Antony monologue. Now, could you, could you do it? But could you pretend to be a Gator? Because we're gonna have thirteen live alligators on stage, <laughs> and we need you guys to blend in since this is a. Let's slip the dogs of war. Mm, um, I you clapped sound a my big too human. I clapped my hands together in a big alligator mouth motion, audience. In a uh, baby shark kind of action. Yes, but this was father shark. Yes. Daddy daddy shark. Ooh, daddy shark. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I don't have to pay for this flight. Oh, they pay for it. No. Rose's mom has frequent flyer miles that she's giving me. Nice. Yeah, and apparently How the are you last getting time, back? Same thing, oh, frequent flyer miles. Nice. She has a lot of miles. Oh, why does she fly so much? Mm-hmm. Fun. She had 30,000, Bo. <gasps> Guess how much her dad has. Nine. It's a lot. D thousand. More. Hundred thousand. More. Nine million miles? <laughs> Seven hundred thousand. Oh, no, I said nine hundred thousand. Oh. oh, I heard ninety thousand. No, I said ninety and then hundred. It was carrying the nine oh, over. I thought you meant ninety hundred thousand. Which I guess would be that thousand. nine million. Ninety hundred thousand? It would be with nine million. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but apparently, the last time um, someone, because they, whenever the family flies, they use her dad's miles, and then they like give away essentially her mom's. Mm. The last person to use it was a family friend who used it to um, fly out to a, a college they were looking at to do their tour, and then they got accepted. So apparently, these are good luck miles. So that was me knocking on wood that was probably very jarring for the audience good luck to you mm-hmm. thank you mm-hmm. all right so i thought you were if... gonna say the last time she gave out the things they like flew somewhere to like buy prostitutes or something <laughs> i was so worried that <laughs> the they were plane like crashed highly illegal credits or like something i don't know <laughs> Oh, they're like, watch out for, watch out for Diana Curran's frequent flyer miles. They're they're gonna be shady. Oh yeah. So if you'll take a look at your time clock, Bo, we're about twenty three minutes in. So I'd say it's time for a little a little break, um, and a li- a word from our sponsor. Okay, sounds good. I'll see you back here at the same time and place. All right. Good night. Good night. Okay. Today's podcast is brought to you by Water Chips. Have you ever wanted the cool, refreshing taste of water, but find liquids to be messy and unsettling? Water Chips has the perfect solution for you. Water Chips. Their scientists have distilled the taste of water into a potato chip. Now you can get all the taste with none of that disgusting hydration. Try water chips at your local Applebee's bathroom today. Welcome back, audience. Hello. Here we are again. 
What a fun time to be alive. Yes, yes, indeed. Um, um, so, Bo, did you see any movies recently? Uh, no, nothing uh, to... Actually, I've seen quite a few movies recently. Oh. Uh, I watched... Uh, also, your face is not watched... on my, my phone, by the way. Oh, you're right. Sorry, I was looking at them. <laughs> uh, I finally watched uh, Akira Kurosawa's adaptation of King Lear recently. Oh, right, you saw that with your parents. Good. Yes, it was very sad. you were my moving mom... through your, uh, his canon, right? Uh, we were just going through some of his. We, we I still haven't seen Seven Samurai, which is like which the is the movie that he's made, with, uh, uh, amongst others. Yeah. but yeah, I've seen in the Western quite culture. A that's like what kind of planted him here. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, a couple actually. Hmm. Like, uh, like uh, there are quite a few Western films that are based on his, and vice versa. Yeah. He takes from some, and they take from others. Because aren't samurai movies and um. Cow- cowboys, cowboy, similar. They're basically the same archetype. Where they're someone some... w- walks into town one day. Yeah, well, that that I think that character's name is Yoshimbo or something like that. And he's he's a he's a Ronin who just which is a samurai without a master because in Japanese samurai literally means to serve and so when they don't have a uh, master they uh, take one another name a little weep trash there for you like guys. a ronin a hawkeye's second in- incarnation that will be appearing in endgame apparently um Ooh, spider-man far from ho trailer is dropping tomorrow oh wait a second did I don't know what that means? This, oh, cause homecoming. Wait a second. I thought he died. Bo. Okay. Well, obviously we don't know when the events of Far From Home take place. It could be in between Homecoming and Infinity War. Uh, but the GIF that uh the studio tweeted was sand forming to make a Spider-Man. So I think they're gonna. Uh, this would be the movie that kind of shows how people got back. Or sh- or just they... or just assumes the ending of Endgame and that people are back. Mm. Or where did it could be an alternate Maybe. reality? Yeah. Because where did the snapped people go? I'm excited for um, that movie because uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. I love him. Who's Jake Gyllenhaal? Um, he was in that the Sunday in the Park with George revival. Oh yes, 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 yes. yes. Nightcrawler. Yes, he's the, yes, but not the not the Marvel man. No, not the with the crazy eyes and the killing. Um, <laughs> you still kind of describe Nightcrawler from X Men, <laughs> uh, with the blue skin and the cameras <laughs> and the teleporting wherever he needs to be. Yeah, you know, Alan Cumming. Yeah, yeah no. Um, um, but he's playing Mysterio. Mysterio, my favorite supervillain of all time? Yeah. The special effects artist gone wrong? Yeah. Um, speaking of Spider-Man, have well, I'll get back to something. But uh have you seen uh Spider-Verse? Yes, I have. Spider-Verse. Oh it's my amazing. goodness, how good was that? Me and Meg went and saw it and it was so Rose good. and I saw it and I know people love the animation, but I was hesitant just because I didn't like it when I first saw the trailer. Oh really? I love that's it. what everyone I, says. I didn't see. I didn't see any trailers. I recognize that I'm in the so. vast minority. I just, I mean, after watching it, I loved it because mm. I just grew to enjoy it a lot. But I don't know. Just when I first saw it, I that kind of animation generally tends to just make me uncomfortable. Mm. It just uh, peaks too too far into like uncanny valley ish. 
Oh, you mean the, the super smoothness of it? I think is what made me uncomfortable. What do you mean the super smooth? How smooth? The use of character design, yeah. or of how fluidly it was Every, animated? That all of that. But after having seen it and seeing how comic booky it is, I think it was perfect. Huh. Interesting. It's I I, I rec my... I recognize that it is just me having being weird and having a personal preferency thing. No, that I'm trying to figure out what what exactly was turning you yeah. off. Whether it was the very comic book style. Uh... I think not realizing, like I don't, I not realizing that it was a very comic booky movie. Because literally, when they're doing the intros for all the different Spider Mens, they're, the they're flipping book, yeah. through comic book and, and then it lands with the cover up. Mm-hmm. Um, I do you know who I was most disappointed with in that movie? Who Spider Ham. Yeah, I I thought he was very funny, but he has maybe ten lines in the whole thing. Two of which were the funniest ones that were shown in the trailer. So going in, I was like, "Oh, I can't wait to hear all, more jokes like that." And then he still said the same ones. I was like, "Oh, that that was it. They like they they had John Mulaney for half an hour to f- do his lines." Oh, it was John Mulaney. Yeah. I knew it sounded familiar. Do, do you know what my my favorite line is that he has though? What? When they were going through all their powers and like, oh, can you do this? And he's like, can you float in midair when you smell the scent of a delicious pie? Mm, mm. I enjoyed that. Uh, I, and, oh, Spider-Gwen. Spider-Gwen is the best. What? Uh, uh, Gwen Stacy. Uh, no, no, I'm aware of what the words you just spoke out of your uh, incorrect mouth were. What the hell are you talking about? It was obviously new, Sp- Spider-Man Noir. You love Spider- Spider-Man Noir? His... One of his sentences was, sometimes I burn matches down to my fingertips just so I can feel but something. That wasn't in the script. That was just Nick Cage talking to the directors. Nick Cage? That was Nicholas Nicolas Cage. Cage? You're kidding. Do you, did I you not I watch loved the credits more. at all? No. I mean, I no, I didn't. I also forgot I to stay for the after credit scene. Was there an app? What was the after credit scene? Apparently, it like it pretty much sets up the next movie. I'm trying to remember what it was. I s- did stay behind yeah. for it, but I can't remember it. <laughs> um, That's not a good sign. So, uh, I thought you would enjoy depressed fo- mid forties Peter Parker. I I really enjoyed depressed mid forties uh, Peter Parker. Yeah. I, I, I liked all of it. I loved it. Um, having oh Doc goodness. Ock be a woman. When she revealed Real, that I she went, was Doc Ock, I, went, I was next to Megan. I went, oh! And she went, what? And, and you go, shut up, shut up, it's Doc Ock. It's so exciting. Um, I was very excited. My, in the first montage where, like, sexy young 26-year-old Peter Parker's like, hi, I'm Peter Parker. And then it, like, makes fun of the Spider-Man 2, like, the Spider-Man 3 dancing. I did that, yeah. Yeah, I loved that. That was good. Yeah. Uh, I have, since I've seen the movie, I have, what is it called? Sunflower. Oh, yeah, by, one... by Post Malone. Oh, my God. It's such a good song. Yeah, I, I think it's he's a pretty good artist. I I, I, th- I think I like him. Ah, uh, He's growing on His me. face he's tattoos just me. make me sad. Yeah. I don't, I, was listen- I don't know why. Face tattoos just, in general, t- kind of make me go, oh. I was listening to an interview with a bunch of different tattoo artists. Mm-hmm. And all of the varying beliefs on, like, 
different types of tattoos. Because, like, it's a very common thing now for, like, rappers to get, like, what seem to be, like, really crude tattoos. Mm. And the tattoo artists are like, I just wish that they would spend their money on good tattoos as opposed to cruddy ones. I think that... Even though that's more stylistic, hmm. but there were... But the thing what they were talking about was kind of like, oh, well, now people follow the trends of rappers, so now they're going to get a bunch of janky tattoos that probably aren't going to be very I just good, even though... I think it's the type of tattoo that like people like Post Malone have, where it's just kind of like... I, it's nonsense like it might be like a very tiny word or something but it just mm. but i like mike tyson's face tattoo i think that one's fine because it's an mm. actual like interesting cool design i, I wish it weren't on his it. face <laughs> it would be well on an arm maybe the tattoo artists were saying like the face should be like the last place you tattoo <laughs> like well just because it's the most it's like the most important canvas that you have if you're talking their body about it. Like, not important, but like most... You. That is you. Exactly. It changes who you are fundamentally. Like, if you get a Mike Tyson tattoo, you're not the same... You facially aren't the same person. Yeah. Whereas you're, if you like, get a wrist tattoo... Quite literally, if, you, if I tried to log into my phone, it would go, no. Who are you? What is this tattoo? <laughs> but, uh... It was interesting. But the, some of them had face tattoos, and they were like, yeah, yeah, it's just... You should know what you're doing when you're getting um, a face tattoo. So back to movies, I guess. Oh, right. Um, yeah, yeah. Did you love how ridiculously massive Kingpin was? How he was just a wall with a head <laughs> in the middle of him? The tiniest little head. That was good. I, was I good. really enjoyed the amount of backstory they gave for him. I mean, it wasn't that much. Exactly, because I want to. I like to know why people are doing it, but they didn't try to get you too much on his side. They pretty much I, just said, "This is why he's doing it," and you go, "Okay, that is a sympathetic reason." Still not good because he's blinding himself to going about this. I think this movie had just about the perfect amount of backstory balance. Yeah, where like you knew what everyone was doing, and I it obviously is a bit of a it it plays tongue in cheek with the whole backstories and all that. But like one thing that I think is interesting mm. in I don't know how it is in the comics. I will admit that in this. Oh, I don't know anything. His about this mother is Latina. Mm -hmm. His father is black. Mm -hmm. His uncle is his uncle is his father's brother also black and his last name is davis so presumably you can it's likely to he's related to sammy davis no <laughs> um miles's last name is morales which is a latino last name so did he does he just have his mother's last name i have no I idea I, I just thought that that was interesting that he because in this it's portrayed that his I don't know if they ever explicitly say that they're married, but at least they're together, his parents, and they clearly have a, a wonderful relationship, and he's half black and half Latino, so it is their child, and I just thought that it was interesting that he has, that it seems to me that he has his mother's last name, and not his father's, and like, just what, uh, like, or if she didn't take his last name when they got married, and... If they did decided not to hyphenate his last name of Davis Morales or Morales Davis. Mm, I didn't even pick that up. I don't know why, but that just stuck out to me for some reason. Mm. And I love that he speaks Spanish to his mother. 
I, I thought that that was such a good touch. And did it win the best animated soup for Golden Globe? Golden Globe, yeah. Um, oh. and Mahershala Ali, he plays um, Prowler. I'm gonna spoil some stuff now, so if you don't want to get spoiled, spoiler. Um, the guy that plays his uncle slash Prowler, uh, he is wonderful. He was in uh, Luke Cage. He was the villain. Was he? he was the villain in the first season of Luke Cage. And then they canceled his show. Well, they they killed him off in like the ninth episode of Luke Cage. Oh, okay. But he's phenomenal, and he was also in that movie Green Book, oh. which apparently it won. It, Wait, like, he was it, the lead actor of the the piano player. Yeah. Oh, apparently, yeah, I, he's great. That movie is a horrible representation of that friendship because it was not a friendship, according to the because it's based on a true story, um, and the family of the piano player has said. He was never friends with that guy. He oh, was damn. his chauffeur. He last he was his chauffeur for maybe a year at most because uh, my uncle had a very particular like sensibility about him and very particular demands. So people rarely lasted more than a year with him. Mm. And because uh, it was written by that guy, the white guy Beagle Mortensen, by his uh, son, I believe, and he. Uh. Who and apparently he is also uh, not a great guy. Um, you remember how Trump tweeted the son. The son. You remember how Trump tweeted about uh, how he supposedly saw uh, Muslim people celebrating after the tower went down. That guy mm-hmm. agreed with him on that. And good. Um, good. And apparently, um, it, they also some people said, "Yeah, this movie is uh, it's great if it came out in the '90s, but." Ooh, it's showing that a white guy and a black guy can be a friend. That means that's... It's not saying anything is essentially what mm. a lot of people have an issue with. I see. Yeah. Interesting. Ah. Yeah. And they um, complain that it falls into the mystic, wise Negro stereotype. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, I didn't see it. I just saw the trailers for it. And I was... I, 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 yeah, I buy that. Yeah. Which is a shame. Um, Bohemian Rhapsody, which you now have seen, that one, and Rami Malek one, which is insanely deserved. I thought he was perfect. He was super good. Like, wasn't did, he? did you not forget a couple, at least a couple times for a moment? I forgot. I forgot basically from as soon as we got out of like the weird college band phase. Mm-hmm. I forgot it was a that it wasn't a documentary. I was like, <laughs> oh, Freddie, no. Well, what, and I think who needs to be recognized is the supporting cast too. The oh, bandmates. Fantastic. The guy so playing good. Brian May. He looks ridiculously like him. Looks just like him. It was crazy. And the, uh, it was it was spectacular. Super good. Um, I didn't even know. I didn't know about the what did it have the Steve or Chris or whatever the bad Paul? guy's name is. Paul. I think yeah. Paul was the worst. Yeah. Uh, oh, Paul. And uh, I, I loved... Uh, some people complained that they didn't he- make it clear that Freddie Mercury was gay. Because, uh, I guess, personally, I thought that it came across fine, and it was rated PG-13, so I wasn't expecting to see him just really ramming some dude in the ass. Mm. Or vice versa. I don't know his preference. Oh yeah, I don't have no idea. Uh, but some people were were like jokingly saying, "Oh, well, didn't you see the truck stop uh, scene? He clearly made a look. That means he's gay." And I'm like, "Well, yeah, it's 
they're showing, not telling. That's filmmaking. Well, even even before that, the guy they kiss. He's clearly no. Well, well, no, no, no. He says he's not gay. Oh yeah, even he's... then. Oh, because for... that doesn't. Well, like he has that thing, which I think is obvious is supposed to be indicating that he's probably, or he doesn't. Oh, I don't know. I don't know about that. Because then he have a, has the scene where he kisses him and he's like, no, you don't know me. You think you do. And he even don't. says, Cause he, he's, it's also while he's singing a song about his fiance. Yes. And he even, I, I don't remember specifically. I, I mean, I saw the film twice, for God's sake. But I don't remember if, I think he even mentions Mary. Like, mm-hmm. around. He said, and. Yeah, and Paul goes, ooh, what a lovely song. He says, I wrote it for Mary. And Paul goes, sure you did. And he's like... And then... Yeah. It was and stupid Freddy goes, Irish I accent. did. And then... Oh. And yeah. I don't know. And then, I think it's pretty... I, I Well, they, they don't show anyone having sex. Exactly. They never show it's a him and his girlfriend movie. having sex. It's not... A, I mean, I guess it is about a gay man being gay but it's not about that it's about he never wanted to be a gay icon that's why he never came out he wanted to be freddie mercury and that's what he did so i think Mm -hmm. i think the movie does a great job of showing you some what who freddie mercury was and i think rami malik was perfect mm, he was i think uh i mean two i don't know two hetero um, two hetero white guys are like this guy was good yeah, he was a good gay guy. But but some um, people but, are mad about him playing Freddy because they're like, oh, he's not gay. He's not. Yeah. He's not bisexual. And I want to say, do you want to try to find a person of color that looks that much like Freddie Mercury? That is a phenomenal actor. That is also happens to be a member of the LGBT community. That seems exist. But he's that won't probably won't have star power yeah. behind it. But the thing is, like Rami Malek is a name, but I wouldn't say people are like, "Oh my god, I'm seeing it because Rami Malek is in it." Yeah, but it's a name that we know. Yeah, I, I suppose. I don't know. I, 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 I yes, yes, and, but I don't know. Yes, and <laughs> yes, and um, um, but I was I watched some I've... videos of uh, Rami Malek talking, and he talks about. How he put like Freddie Mercury has a little bit of an Indian accent underneath all of the the uh, British accent, mm-hmm. and he gave like just says like gave examples and was like doing it, and I was like, "Fuck you, you're good." God dang! I mean, he also has a lot more budget to prep than most people. Yeah. Oh, and his his teeth, I love I love the fake teeth. Mm-hmm. They were good. What I've noticed is Freddie Mercury, uh, not Freddie, Mer- uh, Rami Malek. See, they're the same person now. He actually does have a little bit of an overbite, anyway. Like, cause, yeah, cause watching like his acceptance speech and stuff, like he kind of does. I'm for the audience. I'm putting my upper lip over my lower lip a little bit to r- mimic Rami Malek. He kind of has the. Well, yeah, I yeah yeah yeah. Just a little bit. So I think that was good. But ah, it was good. And good, good movie. he uh, he was singing the whole time. They just record. They dubbed it over. They, or not, they, they mixed used it. the record. They mixed Freddie Mercury and Rami's voice to be mostly Freddie Mercury, but also a little bit of what was happening. On the same vein mm. of movie documentaries, 
we got good old Elton John coming up. Yeah, Taron Egerton, who is... I'm surprised. I, I liked the trailer for it I, because I think it's doing something with a with a biopic, which doesn't always happen. Because um during the one scene where he's like at the piano at the outdoor be- uh, pool party, he's like singing Rocket Man, and then like the club it transitions to like the club, and everyone's like starting to float up. I think that it's it's cool, and I think the tagline mm-hmm. based upon a true fan- a real fantasy is a really mm-hmm. great. Especially for someone like Elton John, I think that's really good. Um, I always feel weird for two things. I always feel weird when they do biopics of people who are still alive. Mm. Weird. Two. Why aren't they using Elton John singing? Oh, are they? I didn't actually. I don't remember hearing it. Yes, they're using. Did Did you ever see Sing, or you know the movie with the singing animals? I know of the movie. America, yes, the guy who plays the gorilla. Oh. I didn't know that. Yes, he's doing the singing, all of the singing yeah. for Elton John. Is it the actors? What is it? The actors singing? It's or- I don't know. I think he's just the the, the voice. Let me run to guy. let me run to uh, uh, IMDb Google. real quick. But they're not using Elton John's voice. They're not doing Elton John singing. I mean, I don't which... want to like sound like I'm bashing Elton John, but maybe it's because his voice is slightly less iconic. And... What? Have you ever listened to an Elton John song? I mean, yes. All right, yeah. all right, what was the name of the gorilla? Was it Johnny? I think so. Johnny was the singing gorilla. All right, then it is the same actor. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, good. But I, but he but he's also the guy in Kingsman, the main kid. Really? Which is why I think because you don't necessarily think of uh, Elton John as being sex symboly. You know. Because no, Taron, because Taron Egerton is a very attra- like very attractive and like cut in shape guy. Oh, I don't think it's a bad casting. Choice. Oh no, I just thought it was interesting because I think of Elton John as just a short little happy man. Well, I mean, I guess Elton John back in the day was probably a hunk, <laughs> cut right, yeah. hitting the gym eight times a day. Yeah, but I don't know. I that seems so strange to like not use. And I guess it's because Elton John's songs are a bit more approachable vocally. I guess so. Because Freddie Mercury's like, I don't want to hear most people try and sing Queen. Freddie Mercury's dead. What? Yeah. I don't... I'm confused. No, I'm saying... As far oh, as singing. I see, I see. You don't want to hear... Well, I don't... I don't know. If I'm going to see an Elton John movie, I want to hear Elton John sing. Yeah, that's, that's why true. I'm going well, because he's a singer. Well, for some some other biopic of musicians, they the actors sang. It happened in the Johnny Cash biopic. Yeah. Walk the line. It happened in a I think the Ray Charles biopic with Jamie Foxx. It did happen with the Ray Charles one, and Jamie Foxx did do a very good job. I don't know if it. I don't think Chadwick Boseman actually sang when he played a uh, uh, James Brown. I can't imagine it did. Be- again, because he's the hardest working man in showbiz. Again, because I think those singers' songs are more approachable than someone like James Brown or Freddie Mercury, where someone who can kind of sing with a good amount of training and time on set can sing those songs feasibly. Yeah, can sing them. 
<laughs> not should. I think they should just stick with the the music is what made them famous. Maybe it's their story or character yeah. helped it. But they're musicians. Why not use the music? That makes sense. I'll, I'll, that's I can like, dig it. That's like being able to go to a live set and do the film. Like if you're recreating for a documentary, the killing of King, I don't know, King Louis, the beheading of King Louis. You can, and they have the place all set up for you. And you're like, no, 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 we're going to recreate it here in America. Exactly the same as that one. It'll be much more expensive and time-consuming to do it this way. But I think this will be, I don't know, not that, which is, I guess, what is the, I don't, I don't get it. All right. The only thing that could possibly, I, I, I is the rights, maybe the rights to license using his well, actual your licensing recording? his entire life. But that's the thing. You're licensing all of Elton John. You might as well license the music while you're I'm at sure it. I'm sure he'll waive some of the royalty fees. I know. Why? Why? Like, it's if I go see it the whole time I'm listening to it, I'm going to be like, that's not Elton John singing, though. That's fair. Like, I guess it's not. It'd be like doing a biopic and casting someone who doesn't look like the actor. Or who doesn't look like the artist. It's like Like, Mahershala Ali as Elton John. Why? (laughs) It doesn't look like that. No, no, no. Um, did you see, uh, oh, you didn't see the Golden Globes. Uh, last thing, yeah, last thing as we wrap up. Uh, ah, perfect. Christian Bale won an award for Vice, where he plays Dick Cheney. No way, First of all, he? me, along with all of America, forgot that he was British. Who? Christian Bale is British. No, he's not. Yeah, motherfucker's got an accent and everything. Really? Yes. Wow, I forgot about that. Yeah, I forgot um, about and that. second of all, he thanked Satan for the inspiration for the role. That's funny. That's funny. All right, well, that is all for this week, everyone. All righty, everyone. Uh, so yeah, tune in next time. We'll have another podcast for you. Yeah, we'll talk some more into your earbuds, and uh, we'll keep you updated on any future plans or whatnot. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.